is the mind different from the physical brain? Totally different. But let's approach this a little bit differently. Let's be a little bit more specific here. What do we mean by the mind and what do we mean by the brain? Because if you relate back to what I was just saying, uh, neither one exists. Because neither one has anything to do with experience. The mind is just a concept and the brain is just a concept. Reality is experience, something that we have to, it's, it's very difficult, it's near impossible I would say because of uh, our training in modern, in modern society. We're so brainwashed, I mean it's, it's, it's not like there's anyone brainwashing us but we've been so indoctrinated, this may be a good word. We've, we've caught ourselves up so much in this idea of three-dimensional space, of external reality, um, and so on. And the funny thing is to read in, in quantum physics how none of it's really valid, how our, our belief in the existence of a three-dimensional universe is really uh, quite invalid. Uh, and, and all we can, we can say about reality is based on experiment, based on, on, on you know, observations, uh, from a Buddhist point of view, based on experience. So, I, th I think that should answer your question. I, I don't think, I, r I really have to spell it out, because then, then, you know, what part of those two things is in reality? If you see a brain, you, know, you cut someone's head open and you see a brain, that's seeing. If you touch the brain, that's feeling. And uh, so you can never experience, you can never experience the brain, which means the brain is not in any sense of the word that I, or in the sense of word that I would understand it, um, and I would understand it to be real. Now, the deal with the mind, maybe a little more difficult to understand but when we think of reality in terms of well you can't even say it like that you really have to ex practice meditation to understand this one because only through the practice of meditation will you be able to break up this continuity which creates the idea of a self of a soul of a mind when you when you be able to break it up you can see that actually one mind has often nothing to do with the next mind, right? When you lost your train of thought, I lost my train of thought there. This is, the mind is just, it's like getting steamrolled by another mind, because suddenly the mind is thinking about something different, and you've lost that old one. If there were a mind, you'd think there would be a, a, a way to, uh, or that, that, that other thought would still be there, or so on, or this sort of thing wouldn't happen. But when you practice meditation, you will see the mind arising and sees it. You, you will see thinking about one thing, suddenly thinking about another thing, totally unrelated, and and not continuing one from the other. So you don't know where it arose from. The, the best you can guess is that it arose from nowhere. You know, where did this mind, this thought come from? It seems to have appeared out of nothing, and that's really the most accurate description you can give is that 
uh, these things arise based on nothing. So, the idea of a mind is a red herring. It's 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 a fallacy. The truth is an experience which has a mental portion and has a physical portion. Not always a physical because it can be thoughts, but it, it, it's it's a experience that incorporates something that could be called mental and incorporates something often incorporate something that could be called physical. That's all, all we can really say. The idea of the brain and, and, and so on is, uh, is, uh, is just, just a concept. Anything? Nothing to add here. <laughs>